Burr, burr. Sounds like there was a snowstorm. You can't hear my teeth are jumping. That's teeth chatter. I, I thought this was Hamilton when you were saying burr like that. <laughs> Jesus. You know, I was thinking about it when I was, well, the North Town here in Kenmore, we, it was fine. Yeah. You know, we were maybe, I, I was shut in for like a night, right? When when it got bad up here, and uh, well, you know, when you're when you're in your home, you, you got a little whiskey at night, and you, you got some time to reflect. And I was thinking, you know, this this snowstorm's a lot like me. Extremely attractive. No, well, I was going to say heavy, damp, and unpredictable. I, yeah, he the word damp. Damp is so gross. <laughs> damp is such a gr- people. You know, people they shit their brains out about moist, yeah. but they left. All these years, damp was just sitting there. Yeah. The funny thing is, Jim and I had had a few drinks and we workshop what the worst wet word was. Yeah. And we came up with damp. We we decided moist had its day. Yeah. Moist is that's that's for boomers. Yeah. We've come back around on moist. Now I think of like a cake when I hear. That's that's when I think uh, when I when I hear moist, I think cake. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Duncan Hines or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah Lee. Mm -hmm. That type of cake where you can just press a fork in it and. uh, pick it up it's not it's, it's not just like a crummy mess right it, right. it comes out of a bun pan yeah man. but if you had a damp cake ooh, a damp cake <laughs> i mean, damp cake. I mean like, you, you, they do have those but that's because they're soaked with liquor uh-huh oh okay. like a rum baba right like or like something like like four bottles of orange uh marnier and or grand marnier and, and but that's cake. that's soaked it's not damp a damp cake is say Say you leave it in a fridge uncovered and something like a, a, a jar of lemon juice spills on it. Right. That's a uh, bottle of Worcestershire. Yeah, bottle of Worcestershire. Can you be damp That's on damp purpose? Cake. Can you be damp on purpose? Damp on purpose. Yeah, like damp, I feel like is an accident. You're yeah. accidentally damp. Uh, well, you know, I suppose you can be damp on purpose if mm-hmm. you're a real sicko. Mm-hmm. But I think most most people, if they're damp, it's because oh man, I just had such a hot day, right. or I just had to I had to walk because my car broke down. I'm damp. Right. Well, that's <laughs> that. That that's why. Like when Swamp Thing is on Tinder and people are swiping <laughs> yeah, left, they're like, yeah, ah, too damp, too damp for me, too damp. Got to got to get rid of the dampness. Right. You know this this snow being shut in here has really uh-huh. did something. This is this is bordering on. Yeah, that's what the dampness does to you. You know the dampness, the great dampness of twenty. Down with the dampness. It's <laughs> 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 our new theme. That's twenty twenty two theme, or, or just the dampness. I believe in a thing called moist. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the square. The world's, well, at least uh, Western New York's number one damp debating <laughs> podcast. Right. Uh, you know, it's it's hard out here. I mean, yeah, the story of the day with, we'll start on my right-hand side now, oh, my right-hand man. Oh, it's, it's the damp snake. It's the damp snake. Oh, man, that's, that's going to give some more trouble than the sweatpants snake. <laughs> <laughs> and Dampman Jim. Dampman Jim. Dampman Jim. Yep. Jim. And and re, damp mm-hmm. damp re damp re damp re, yes we are back here in the snake pit we're doing oh no, you're dry re 
I'm dry. I am dry. Yeah, you know what? Dry I because I don't want to be damp. I, right? That's no. that's that's all damp. those gel silica packs that you got in your pockets. It's, it's dry. Right. Dry re with the damp boys. Yep. And the the damp boys. <laughs> that sounds like some terrible bluegrass band. Right. right yeah. It's, it's like, <laughs> we like we do the uh, oh brother we're outdoor yeah. covers. Uh-huh. The damp the damp bottom boys. <laughs> I, Oh, soggy. Soggy is another. Yeah, soggy. Ooh, that's a strong yeah. contender. I think damp is worse, but soggy is mm-hmm. pretty bad. You know, soggy cake I'd eat, though, because it's like, you know, a soggy cookie, you just you dip it in the milk too long. Right. But a damp cookie? No. I don't know. Soggy, you've dipped that, dip that cookie in the milk just enough. Oh, is that right? Is right. you one of those guys? Yeah. He's one of those okay. guys. Okay. All right. This is... This is what happens. These are the kind of discussions that you have amongst your friends when you're when you're trapped indoors mm-hmm. over the course of, I don't know, three plus days. And yes, Ryan, some people had a light dusting. Other people, like my poor mother in Lackawanna, had six feet <laughs> brutal of snow. And now I was not at my mother's. I was in Allentown where we got like enough snow. Like we... It was piled pretty high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I was, you know, I get up for my morning coffee. It was a Saturday morning or something like that. I look out the window, south facing window, and there was just a wall of snow, like down south. <laughs> right. I'm like, holy shit. You know, again, it's so weird. Yeah. I, w- I was texting a friend of the show, Hamburg supervisor, Randy Hoke today. And he's like, yeah, pretty busy. You know, I don't know. Hamburg Blaisdell got a little bit of snow. Yeah, he's had a weekend. Oh God. Well, Jim, you shouldn't have been impersonating the Erie County Department of Public Works <laughs> head and texting Randy Hoke. There, did you see that whole thing? Yeah. So not you know in Elon Musk's uh, Twitterverse now. All right, I know, I know everybody's quit Twitter. I know everybody thinks they're better than that. I'm got, going down with the ship. I got news for you. None of you people, none of you little fucking piggies, and that includes me. Not because I like Elon, but I just. What are you gonna do? Wanna, I'm gonna go to Mastodon. I want to see what happens. I'm gonna go to Hive. It's like no, a, you're not. It's a soap Shut opera up. at this point. You're gonna you're gonna stick around. That that fucking terrible toxic little internet program that's destroyed your brain and will you know take whatever remaining brain cells you have. You're gonna hang around for it. And so Mark Polencar's got all worked up because somebody made a parody account of the Department of Public Works here in County. Probably should be a little worked up. They're putting out I mean, not quite false information yeah but. i mean i will say like it, like I, I saw him get worked out about it and like my problem is like it should be easily ignored because it was probably the most unfunny like troll account i've ever seen it just like other than the one joke that they made about the they fixed the streets in city of buffalo because they put snow in the potholes every other joke they made was just terribly unfunny and yeah pretty bad content i i did also see, see that somebody pointed out to me and it, it's, it, i i agree with this is that he probably has a short fuse because there were lots of like right-wing bot uh troll accounts during covid trolling him who were putting lots of misinformation out there so i could see him having a short fuse on this because of that um but i mean realistically like they weren't like you know, putting out mass, you know, misinformation. I, if I were him, I'd be, he probably already has not blocked, but I'd be more upset with like shithead mayor, Senator Ben Carlisle, who was like <laughs> when Poland cars announced like the driving ban in all of Erie County and Carlisle's like, I'm going to drive where I want. Cause I have the constitutional right to do that. I was oh like, my God. great. Like, I was like, I hope you get frostbite yeah. and like 
like just like your shoulder that you got fucked up that you can't use like you're going to become like a like quadruple amputee because you think it's your constitutional right well, to be dumber than dog shit he obviously doesn't give a shit about blocking a road and maybe maybe there's an ambulance that needs to go down that road and then someone dies that's or not maybe, him or maybe he dies right right, right. he gets stuck and, and he's froze to death yes right. that's he doesn't care about just anybody the besides most him. selfish right way of being right he's of that elk he is of that ilk, and he also is just terrible content. I mean, I mean, listen. I mean, maybe like to be fair, maybe he the reason why he has to travel is because he's shirtless with a cat and he's got to go places. <laughs> <laughs> but dog shit content from Sen Ben. You know, I expected a lot better than than that from him. But uh, on the on the good content side, shout out of course to the god Buffalo Troll, my boy. Um, our boy here, friend of the pod, Buffalo Troll, who uh, who's tracking the tracker, Jim. He was tracking the tracker here. So if you weren't keeping track at home, we're using that word a lot, uh, the city of Buffalo that tracks rolled out for the snowstorm as we all saw it coming. It was staring us right in the face, the, the fucking snowvember pop apocalypse of 2022 the city of buffalo said all right we're gonna have this fancy snow tracker and we're gonna you know track the streets and how they're plowed and we're gonna keep you up to date all the time <laughs> that day i'm sorry the very next day they, they went it went one day here yeah. here's buffalo troll un, unfiltered here uh so the well here's lauren hall the reporter for WGRZ. The city of Buffalo says the new GPS system for its snow plows is malfunctioning. They are working with a third-party contractor to fix the issue. Residents should dial 311 to report areas of concern. Uh, which the quote tweet here. Never forget, city of Buffalo snow plow tracking system. It served us honorably from November 18th, 2022 through November 19th, 2022. <laughs> That's good content. But we're going to stop mining Twitter for, for, well, maybe we won't. But I, I, I appreciated that the city of Buffalo, uh, you know, I mean, a little thing like snow, Jim. A little thing like snow, maybe it comes once a, once in a great while around here, right? Well, I, I mean, anybody who has aspirations that the city of Buffalo would be able to handle shot spotter in a responsible manner... <laughs> should have a pause after the fact that like they're like this is a thing that they actually should want and should devote lots of resources to and like basically we got to see that like the mayor's street got plowed which i i I don't like the mayor's street should get plowed he is the executive like he they should be able to get him out so that he can be like at least pretending to lead but then also that like south buffalo get fucked was basically the response like like it, yeah. and it, it's not. I don't think it, he was punishing South Buffalo because they did support him last time. It was basically just like that's too hard. Well, clearly there's something wrong, right? There's there's something that's not work, working right. Well, one, it's it was a huge snowstorm, right? It's a once in a decade. Used to be once in every what fifty year storm. Yeah. Now it's once a decade storm, yeah. right? Who knows? Climate change, whatever. So there's that. Right. Also, so that means that they, means uh Byron gets like five of them in his mayoral term. <laughs> <laughs> did did they have not, not have enough workers? Were 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 more than just the GPS thing malfunctioning, right? I mean, I don't know what the factors are going into this. Well, here's, here's and, and, and the and the mayor's shouldering a lot of the blame as he should, and you know, people like to shit on him. Yeah, rightfully so. But w- w- what's the council doing? Uh, right, right. And and he does deserve a lot of it because like if if the city was doing a great job. He'd be walking around with a ten foot oh, hard on, yeah. telling everybody how great he is. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. That's we. Oh, no matter where you went, you'd be hearing Renegade you'd playing. Be hearing Renegade. <laughs> 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 
You know, you know what fucking kills me though? It's like, all right, I understand that. Okay. You know, we find out that there's going to be fucking thunder snow next week and you might not be like as prepared as you want. You know, it's a quick turnaround time for that. But, and I know, and I know these contracts and having the trucks ready, like these are things that take years to be fully functional, operational, to be ready for it. You can't give Byron uh, Byron Brown the benefit of the doubt on this. He's been fucking mayor for 20 years. He's been around like we've had, we've had. Honest to God, like three of these now in his tenure. Mm. We had the uh, the October storm. October, right. We had no- November uh, 2014, it's right. November, and now this. So it's not even like, like we make jokes, whatever, but it's like, no, this is the third time what? this I happened mean, under your tenure. Like, I mean, snow removal sucked last year. Yes. And it, yeah. there wasn't, and it wasn't a big wasn't that bad. Right. Uh, I will say one of the things that it hurts a city, it compared, like because people compare it to the suburbs, is that the suburbs have a lot of state roads and a ton of county roads, so they have way more resources and people attacking them. You know, I mean, like you know, you, even like Hamburg and Orchard Park, you know, like something like sixty percent of all the miles in those towns are not local roads. The city of Buffalo and the city of Lackawanna, which also never gets plowed, don't have any county roads whatsoever and have few uh, state roads, so they have to basically handle everything themselves. So, I mean, but it's not like that's new. It's not like that just happened this year. They know that they should be planning ahead of time. However many people you think you need, you should have more. It's, I mean, them saying like, well, we can't have these DPW workers all year round because it's so busy. Can you imagine if the board of elections is like, well, look, most of the year we do nothing. <laughs> so we're only going to have three election employees until two days before the election where we'll hire 40 people and see if we can train them. You know, it's, it's become very, I, I don't want to say it's become popular because obviously there's been a long time anti Byron Brown sentiment, but I'm going to go back to the trash heap. That is the Twitter content because yeah. jokes, right? We all like jokes here, folks. And we like memes. And so notably uh, Macy's pizza shared the meme of Byron <laughs> Brown uh, in the yeah. black and white, like Michael Jordan saying, uh, captioned, fuck them side streets. Well, that was one thing, like, I, mean, that, I think that was in response to, like, there was, a, he was doing a press conference, and Channel 7 was like, oh, he's going to have a press conference where he, he's going to address making sure you move your cars if you're on side streets so they can plow. And then, like, literally 10 minutes later, the updated tweet from them was, so the mayor just said, if you live on a side street, don't expect to see a plow for 24 hours. Right? So, like, Park whatever the fuck you want. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We're not. We're not getting there. Yeah. The thing is, like, there's been a long time Byron Brown, anti Byron Brown sentiment around here. Strong enough to vote him, uh, you know, vote against him during the primary. At least the the pool of Democratic voters who are paying attention and who voted. But I've heard some other people say, well, you know, India Walton probably would have done just as bad, if not worse. To which I say, you're telling me like a fucking first term insurgent mayor. Wouldn't devote all the fucking time and energy to feel like take care be the, of the snow. One of the, the very first, first thing. thing. Yeah, that would literally be. This is the most slam dunk, easy thing yes. for the mayor of Buffalo to be doing. Right. Get their face out there, be out there night and day with the fucking snow plows. Literally, all that India would, or anybody else who had to be mayor would have to do is go is do this: go to Mark Polancars, who the mayor doesn't get along with, <laughs> and say, "Hey, you've been county executive for twelve years." Basically, the only reason why anybody in the suburbs likes you is because you handle every snowstorm well. How do I do that? <laughs> it's it's like it's like 
it's just such an easy it should have been such an easy thing because again we don't know when this level of snow is going to come we know there's going to be snow we know it's going to suck all right and we know that yeah once in a decade now we get this absolute fucking monstrosity shitstorm. it should be easy it really should not be this hard instead we were all not we were all i wasn't but people in the south towns in lackawanna South Buffalo might still be under the fucking thaw. I don't know. I don't know if they've lifted the yeah. driving ban quite yet in South Buffalo. They were in their houses all they weekend. They canceled school tomorrow. They canceled school tomorrow. This if, being a Monday tomorrow, too. You basically paralyzed most of the economy of Buffalo over that weekend and into the week of Thanksgiving week, which is already a blow-off week anyway. Right. But not for the kids, not for the parents, not for the schools where they have to plan. Like, you have to reach a threshold of so many days where kids have attended schools. This, has, this shit has real impact on people's lives well it, i mean to that point um you know uncle murray on our discord was was on there today asking about whether or not what an area was considered south buffalo because they work for a nonprofit that was going to be distributing thanksgiving meals to oh, needy families geez. on the west side but they have to pick up their shit in clinton bailey and it keeps getting pushed off so like th- i mean these are meals that like Sure, yes, it's a holiday and it's Thanksgiving, but it's literally also just meals that these people aren't going to have because, you know, they can't get to, like, can't get down to South Buffalo. Well, Clinton Bailey, people at McKinley would be very upset if they heard me call that South Buffalo and lump them in together. <laughs> I have a question. So I've, I've only been in this area. I, I, I lived in the Southern Tier up until about 15 years ago. So was it was snow removal in the city always this bad, or is there more uh, more of a light shine on, on the issue because we have social media now? I think I think that's I think that's probably partly true uh, that like you know people are are quicker to you know get together and say oh yeah this this sucks right. terribly like like you know in, like thirty years ago if you weren't getting plowed in South Buffalo unless you like called your friend in Elma to let them know. They wouldn't. They didn't know. Like yeah. there wasn't social media to, to get the troops all riled up. Um, but it was bad. I mean, but, but yeah, you, to, you lived in South Buffalo. Yeah, but yeah. but but oh, but also, you know, the storms weren't as bad, and you know, you didn't have like you can remember like you know Byron came in you know and for the first part of his term his, his uh, term as mayor, he had the hard control board because the city finances were so bad. The city used to have a lot more workers, including in DPW. So you know they yeah. it wasn't as bad. You know, did the did the city have to right size a little bit? Probably. Um, you know, but was it cutting DPW? You know, like in in a city that is basically synonymous with giant snowstorms. It, it has been bad in the city of Buffalo for for quite some time. Um, I, I remember from my youth there was a. A, a, a storm on par almost with November. It just it didn't have the, it wasn't quite blizzard of 77 and we didn't have the shine of social media, but it was around, it had to be around 2000, 2001, maybe even 99, but there was like snow, at least where I lived at the time, there was snow piled up on South park Avenue, like over my head. It was like five, six feet tall at the time. I was a little kid. I, I, there was, there was a snowstorm in 2002 because I was living in Poughkeepsie at the time and I was, Driving home, and I was already like by like Geneseo by the time like somebody got a hold of me because nobody had cell phones to tell me that I shouldn't drive in. And like, I know Lancaster got like six feet of snow in like two days. It was, this was 2002. 
So maybe that's the snowstorm. You're yeah, that's of, like, what I'm, that might be the one that I'm thinking of. But my, my point is like we've had bad snow events. We've had a poor response by the city of Buffalo. We're 20 years into Byron Brown's term, 18 years, I guess, right? He was elected in 2005? Yes. Does that sound right? Okay. Yeah. I go almost 18. Almost 18 years into Byron Brown's term. I'm, I'm sorry. I, to expect the bare minimum of competence to have a plan in place for like debilitating snowfall, to have all systems go and ready in the city of Buffalo, which is what we're fucking known for, is these insane weather events and Josh Allen and chicken wings. I mean, fuck me. Like, they, they've got chicken wings ready for you every time you come to Buffalo. God forbid that the people who live here can't expect to reasonably have their streets uh, plowed. What, what about the Josh Allen and the Bills and the, and, and the, the community support to get them out? Well, they got their fucking asses out to Detroit, right. didn't they? Yes, they did. Yeah, but, but that's the thing is the story is that, like, most of them had, like, plow service that didn't show up. So, like, their neighbors were shoveling them out yeah. to get them out. Um, and so that like they, they, they couldn't get out or, or the case of like the, on the, the broadcast yesterday, we were talking about how the punter lives with Von Miller and they had to get a ride from Sean McDermott. Um, <laughs> but all, like again, but like snowmobile, I don't know how they, yeah, but, yeah. but like the bills also should be better at planning. They knew Thursday that they were playing in Detroit. Why they decided, you know what? Fuck it. Let's see how bad it gets. We'll wait another full day or two before we fly to Detroit. Yeah. Well, I don't know how long it takes to pack for a game and all that shit. I, I, I think that no I think they were waiting. So I think they said something on the broadcast that was like literally an hour after they left. They were told that they could play at Highmark or something. I don't know. Maybe they were waiting for the all clear at the stadium. I felt. I still think that's dumber than dog shit. And I also feel bad for all the fans that like have season tickets and we're thinking that they're going to go to you know, the bills. Know, the right? bills are like a, a huge and the NFL is a billion dollar enterprise. You know what? If you have to fly to Detroit on, on Thursday and it turns out you can still play in Buffalo. So you have to fly back on Saturday. You know what? You probably can afford it. I don't, I don't think that like Terry Pagula and Roger Goodell are going to have to miss a meal because they had to fly twice. It's true. And like, other people have to do that for their work all the fucking time. And not just like, like, you know, white collar workers. I like other professional athletes. Like, like if you are an NBA player, you might have to make a flight like that all the time or a baseball player or a hockey player. Yeah. Yep. It is what it is. As they say in the sports world, Jim, um, that's the, the truism that they give when it's bullshit. And right. you know, you have nothing else to say. Moving on from the snow, we're going to try to, put that speaking of white things behind us oh no <laughs> diamond jams damn things uh, diamond jams <laughs> cocaine hour um, <laughs> no white things we're talking suburban schools oh, well, yeah. we're talking we're talking schools in general i guess here in new york state oh, that's, what? That, i think we were leading into the racist cop thing yeah oh i skipped that yeah. well oh well yeah we can we can talk but about that. you were right about that too right yes <laughs> Well, where do you, where do they get the racist cops from? Right, yeah, yeah right, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you take this away, Jim? The the racist cop. Well, I, no, I'll I'll take this one because yeah. I do know this story actually pretty yeah. well. So, it, it was a city of Buffalo officer. And they had a report on, um, basically like uh, racial, not racial violence, but like racial tensions between the police and the community. And the crux of it at one point uh, was the officer or the the report saying that hey. We had an encounter where a cop, or like oftentimes we have encounters where the cops will just say 
racial slurs, but not arrest anybody. Yeah. Oh, this is like part of this was a deposition. Right. Right. And, and at one point, the, the one cop said, yeah, of course, I've said the N word. I'm only human. I'm only human. I'm Italian. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. That's a, Whatever. Whoops. And, and, and he's like, well, uh, if we say that, it's better than putting him in jail, isn't it? And I'm like, oh, brother. <laughs> How about neither? <laughs> well, How yeah, neither? that's that. I mean, that's the kind of <laughs> argument that like it reminds me that my one sister used to make when she would get in trouble when we were teenagers. It was like she would tell my parents, "Hey, I'm going to ex friend's house, and we're gonna hang out." And then she would go and get drunk at a, at a pool hall, mm-hmm. and she was like 15, and my parents would be mad for whatever reason and she'd be like it's not like i murdered somebody or robbed somebody's house or got arrested (laughs) and like yeah that's true that would be worse this is also still bad it's um it's pretty bad could you imagine like that cop saying like uh, yeah it wouldn't be worse if we put him in jail if they like if they pulled you over and they said hey did you rob that store and i was like not all of it that would be worse (laughs) I didn't set the place on fire, did well, I? Yeah. Well, I tell you. Well, I mean, hey, what? This is reporting on what we already knew, right? Let's face it. I, I, no, I, I mean, it, it is. It is like uh, that old Bill Cosby phrase: "The soft bigotry of low expectations." Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I mean, I, I had pretty low expectations, but it's amazing. Like, yeah, we say the n the n word, and it's somehow good as your defense, right? That's a tough crowd, man. Right. Oof. Or even if, if it wasn't that it's, it's good, their defense is, we could be worse. I, I guess so. It's a nice tagline. Right, yeah. BP, yeah we, we, we should take that for our podcast. BPD, we could be worse. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. We're human. We're, we're, we're only human. Well, and you take that on its merits, too. And I mean, like, you, I, you just know, like, the shit for brains who said that is like, well, yeah. You fucking people! You don't want us to arrest people. At least let us say our n word. Like, at least, give us that, and it's like the rest of us who are you know have a functioning fucking full you know front frontal cortex are like, huh, what? Right. <laughs> you, well, it just shows me. I mean, it just alludes to the game that they play in their head. It's a game to them. It's not about really a public safety. It's about us versus them. Right. Yeah. Protect and serve themselves. Right. I mean, again, I'm not the one who shits on the cops on this show, but it's asinine. Like, I'm sorry. You cannot, you literally cannot fucking go out in public and tell the people, like, we need to say the N-word. I, <laughs> He's I, got a Molotov cocktail in his hand right now. I, 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 mean, I, I think, like, it's like a LaCroix. Even, <laughs> even, like, most of, like, the 70-year-old white guys from, like, Kill Buck, New York, down in the southern tier, if you were like, hey, in front of this lawyer... If you ever said the N word, they wouldn't be like they. They might say admit that they say it, but they wouldn't be like, yeah, of course, I'm a human being. <laughs> like they, they would like they wouldn't make it like they'd be like, uh, maybe I should hold back a little bit. They might say the N word before defending the right to say the N word. Right. Like like they might say the slur before saying well, that's a good idea for me to do it. Right. I mean, like you know, according to the deposition, it wasn't like like it wasn't like. Have you ever said the N word? And he goes, yes, of course. Is that because you're a human being? No, there was no follow-up where they pushed him and made him say that. Yeah. He was just just all by himself. That's how it was, it was his defense. Yeah. It, it, he, he could have been honest about it. Yeah, I said it. It was in a fit of anger. I, I feel bad about it. I'm right. sorry. That would have been a much better response. Mm-hmm. Well, as I Diamond think. Jim likes to say, honesty 
may be the best policy, <laughs> but, but it is the worst defense. Worst defense. Yep. It's the worst defense. We probably, I mean, we might have some smarter cops. We definitely would have a better, smarter populace overall if it wasn't for those damn suburban schools if, just dragging if, us down. The suburban schools suck. Dragging us down. <sighs> yes. I, I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, the state came out with uh, the percent, like the, the scores for all the school districts across New York State, public school districts. Um. For grades four through eight for competency in English language arts and mathematics. Um, and you can uh, you can find it. I could put the link in the Discord. A Syracuse paper did a, a good job of, of making turning it into a, a usable database for searching. And uh, not really any surprise, uh, the top school district in Erie County was Clarence. Um, not because they're geniuses in Clarence, but if you have a ton of money, <laughs> turns out you can solve pretty much any problem. Uh-huh. Um, where at, at but at Clarence, like you're like, oh well, Clarence, like what was their success rate with the, those two? Well, they they were competent, or their students were competent in ELA seventy percent of the time, and math sixty eight percent of the time. That was best in Erie County. Uh, by by a pretty good, not a huge margin. Williamsville was pretty close to it, um, but. There was only seven school districts in Oliveira County that had greater than 50% competency in both ELA and math. Those school districts being Clarence, Williamsville, Orchard Park, East Aurora, Amherst, Akron, and Lancaster. Again, turns out if there's a problem and you just throw gobs of money at it, you can solve pretty much anything. But I thought was interesting is some of the school districts that uh, I have four suburban school districts that in both ELA and math scored closer to Buffalo than to Clarence. Buffalo, that that socialist shithole, Buffalo. That socialist shithole, where like you, like you can never send your kids to school there because they'll never learn anything and they'll end up in a gang. You can't you can't walk the streets or else you will be mugged and robbed and, and possibly murdered. Right. Which, by the way, Buffalo also BPS scored better than their counterparts in Rochester or Syracuse. Um, I just like to say I had my weekly mugging. Last uh, last Tuesday, and it wasn't that bad. This yeah, time. He, he, no, those kids at International Prep are getting pretty good. Yeah, right. Um, no, uh, so they didn't get their cigarettes from Jim. That's right. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a shakedown. Yeah. Uh, Holland, West Seneca, North Collins, and Kenton all scored closer to Buffalo than they did to Clarence. Um, Holland scored the best. Um, they were sixteen points away from Buffalo in English language arts but 30 points away from Clarence. And they were 23 points away from Buffalo in math, uh, but 29 points away from Clarence. Uh, Holland, weird town anyways. Also, apparently, they're not educating their kids very well. Well, I thought the Dutch were smarter than that. Yeah, well, I mean, you'd be distracted, too, with wearing those wooden shoes all day long. (laughs) Just clicking, clacking while you're doing all those drugs. (laughs) Right, yeah. it's a lot. Uh-huh. Right? It's, it's, right. All they make in Holland, like, like the traditional like uh, economics example, is you, you you can make guns and butter. And down in Holland, all they're making are tulips and wooden shoes. That's all the yeah, only yeah. two things they can produce. Maybe maybe you can own a brothel. Maybe in the red light district. Yeah, uh, yeah but like you know, people who live in North Collins and are sending their kids to school in North Collins, like you don't move to North Collins because you're like this is like the best place in the world. You move there because you're like, it's as far away from the city I can get and still be close to my job. And it was only 12 points better than Buffalo in ELA 
and 17 points better than Buffalo in math, which means it was 34 points worse than Clarence and 35 points worse than Clarence for uh, language arts and math, respectively. So, I mean, you know, like I know there's a lot of people who think like if you just go to a suburban school district, it'll be fine. And it's a cheat code for like making sure that your kids get a pretty good education. Not saying that people aren't getting a good education in West Seneca or North Collins, but don't assume that you're you're doing so much better than Buffalo is. Don't well, shit all over the city of Buffalo and BPS and the BPS Teachers Union, and yeah. think that you're like you're greatly superior right because because uh, realistically you are much closer to them and their success rate and what they're doing with their, their schools, and they have way less money and a much harder. Listen, the moral of the story is kids are fucking stupid, right? And also, uh, but you should give them cash so they can buy cigarettes from me big small bills yeah was yeah they're smart enough to know where the cigarettes are was was the uh was the people's republic of marilla on that list jim well uh, no because marilla is part of iroquois iroquois was actually one of the higher ranking districts because uh elmo marilla and wells uh share a school and you know and you know who's pulling them up to the top Right, <laughs> you you know who's dragging them right dragging them upward right yeah, it's, it's are are you? It's, is it Wales and and Wales supervisor Tim Howard? Of course, it's Wales supervisor Tim Howard. You know, it's just his uh, his belief in education, and those kids want it. They wanna they wanna be the best for Tim. And you know, I I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but like the, you know, this also is basically true in uh, when you get into some of the outskirts or different parts of Niagara County as well, and Chautauqua County. I mean just a fucking mess basically across the board for their scores like like uh like the fredonia schools were okay but like casadega valley where congressman elect nick langworthy is from uh-huh. uh was scored worse than holland well i think they're it might be skewed because there's probably like five kids who go to that school anymore right, right well it's it, it, only one showed up for the, you know, <laughs> right. the, the other four had to, uh, to, they had to work the, the Gary rodeo. Uh-huh. I think that might be it. They had to shoot some horses that day. <laughs> Speaking of uh, real quick aside last week, I mentioned how uh, in Gary, New York, there was that uh, galaxy brain who had the three flags. Yes. The American Canadian and Confederate flag. Well, today I had to drive it back to Jamestown and I drove past this house and the, Trumpism or socialism sign still up, but I think they're listening to our show because they knew we made fun of them for the flags, but they didn't know why. So they took all the flags down. None of the flags are up anymore. Oh, that's a bitch move. Yeah. If you're listening, fucking weirdo in Gary, New York, (laughs) you are a pussy. I, you are, you have no conviction. You had three flags left. You believed in three things. Mm -hmm. Now you believe in nothing. Right. You are a nihilist. Uh, unless maybe like FIFA got to them and said you can't, you can't have the things you like anymore. <laughs> wow, bitch move. I I don't respect. You know what? I I would respect it if they put up another three flags. Yeah, more, more than this. And just keep adding flags. <laughs> right. Just keep keep adding stuff you believe in. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, they'll, like they'll relocate the UN there. <laughs> That's what they were going for. Right. You, you know, you, you got you get your representative from Ghana. They're like, you know what? New York's nice and all, but I like to look out my window and see a rodeo every now and then. Right, yeah. It's, it's like, you know, sure, there are a lot of things I can get in New York City, <laughs> yeah. but I can't get the largest rodeo in the East. 
Could you imagine the things you could get away with with diplomatic immunity in Gary, New York? <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, that country fair would be out of business immediately with people just stealing like sandwiches. <laughs> oh, well, well, you know, if, if the whole school thing doesn't work out for you, though, mm-hmm. all right, then school's not for everybody. You know that. Mm-hmm. You can work in the family business, and maybe someday, Snake, the family business could be selling the green that you're oh. growing out in the yard at your farm, selling the gas, mm-hmm. the good stuff. Yeah, we've been on this beat, right? The zoot zoot. Yeah. Zaza. So the, the first retail licenses have been distributed. Not that many, and it was prioritized to people you know, who have, who have uh, prior convictions for marijuana. None in western New York, unfortunately. No licenses for us in WNY. It, well, that's because so, where the, are we going to get our weed now? Uh, a big, that's because the, the cops here are are fair and they never discipline anybody for having marijuana or mm. using drugs. Right? They'll say the N word. Right. But they will not arrest you. Right. Yeah. That, well, we've got our native friends to help us out. Mm-hmm. At least. Yeah. We make our trips to the reservation. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I yeah, I, it, I thought it was a little weird that uh, nobody in Buffalo got any retail licenses yet, but I guess that'll come soon enough i don't know yeah hard time getting the shit like Mm -hmm. get some friends uh (laughs) or just drive to the reservation i mean i i I assume eventually like somebody who's hard on their luck like nick sinatra will get a license to sell it in in buffalo in west new york yes nick sinatra who's so down on his luck so so hard up that he could not get any of his properties uh cleared out with snow yeah i did hear that yeah yeah i know that's uh they're just you know He's like Popeye, except with weed. Right. He needs his weed in order to get his muscles going to get that schnook. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I, I, thought, I thought he was like, he's like wimpy. Oh. I'll <laughs> gladly pay you Tuesday for a snow plow today. <laughs> well, I think that might be true as well. Oh, <laughs> uh, moving on. The, uh, you, you guys like art. You guys, you, you're fucking patrons. I'm a patron of the arts. Well, I'd, I, like, I'd like to think we're artists. Mm-hmm. I, you know, this right here. Mm-hmm. This is like a fucking, uh, this is like a pr- art project of a, of a certain kind. You get the three dumbest guys in a room talking about <laughs> local politics and stuff and what happens. I'm just kidding. We're all geniuses here. Fuck you. I'm not. You are, Snake. No, you are. You I'm are. a dumb guy. You're, you're, I'm, you're a smart, proud, I'm a proud dumb guy. You're a smart guy and you like yeah. art. You like art. Yeah, you I, like culture. I like art. I like art. Yeah. Yeah. And and you can yeah, enjoy I got it. NFTs, a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, you do you? I'm, have- I'm incredibly broke right now. So if <laughs> you could if you could support our Patreon, Square Pod Buff, um, I, I do need a, a, to pay for a few monkey pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is and soon we'll be selling uh, Square Podcast uh, NFTs. <laughs> that's, that's just pictures of me selling cigarettes <laughs> to different kids outside of Canisius. Original art. Oh man. Well, yes. If you like art, like. Ryan's NFTs, their gym selling cigarettes. Uh, you will be ecstatic to find out that the Albright Knox come right. back in May. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're come- going to have an NFT exhibit in May. Yeah, First they're going to. They they may or may not have an NFT oh, exhibit. I may have heard wrong. Yeah, you you may have tried to wish that into existence <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. and hope that you could sell that to them. But yeah. no, they're coming back. Uh, it's been a long two years. Yeah, it's been a long two years without um, the Albright Knox, and uh, you know, I I would always try to go at least. I don't know, two three times a year. Yeah, uh, but uh, no, they're well, they're they're building the expansion, of the big candy dish they're putting right on Elmwood. There, it's going to be cool. I'm super excited. There's lots of, and by the way, there is lots of 
art here in Western New York. I've talked at length about Torn Space on here before. Mm-hmm. Probably talk about them again, the art collective. Um, so Albright Knox isn't the only game in town art-wise, but it's certainly the biggest and, mm-hmm. you know, the most uh, renowned throughout, you know, the country and the world for some of the, the pieces and exhibits they bring in. So as we kind of move on here, uh, just a couple things. Yes, you mentioned it. Uh, Snake, the PBS Pledge Drive is here. The Patreon, give us money. Do it. You like us. We like you. And more importantly, we like money. So if you want to... And uh, I have got crippling NFT debt. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, and if you want to help out, you know, it's tough times out there, Bidenflation, yeah. uh, you know, bored yacht apes or whatever the fuck it is, mm-hmm. it's tough out there. So give us money. And Most- in the winter, I keep my car running all the time to keep it warm. So my gas bill is just crazy. Right. And and we also... Biden, the, Biden did that. The, the three of us need uh, tutoring so that we can uh, pass our tests. So Juggalo University uh, scores higher in the state testing next time. You ever see that guy on, I always see it on Facebook. Uh, this is probably definitely, you know how they say like the algorithm is targeting you. It's definitely targeting me because it's that, it's that guy who will like, he's like a juggalo type guy, but he'll just jump through tables. Oh, Anthony Hopkins. Yes. Yeah. I, I think his name is like superhuman. And he's like, he's like, this one's for all the juggalos and juggalettes. And then he takes off his shirt and then he'll like, he'll have a setup where it's like a, it's like a table and it'll have like, you know, barbed wire and it'll have like lego oh. pieces and it'll have like toy trains this is like 90s extreme wrestling yeah but his whole shtick is that he'll like take off his shirt and the then, attitude era and then he'll go fuck that shit and then he'll like do a he'll do like a flip onto it and then he'll get up and he'll like just like run around crying he's like oh my god i'm in so much pain i, I will tell uh, you right now that some videos that if the mayor did that i would vote for him next time <laughs> You should get superhuman to run against Fire Brown. <laughs> this one's for all the juggalos and juggalettes. So, <laughs> but anyway, if you if you love content like this for whatever reason, uh, you should support us at Patreon, the Square Podcast on Patreon. Five dollars a month gets you uh, the occasional bonus content, which we do at our leisure. But when we do it, it's great. And we've been busy lately with the Christmas party, which is another thing, maybe the most important thing right now you can spend your money on for mm-hmm. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Bada boom, bada bing. Jim, Friday, December 2nd. Friday, December 2nd at Days Park Tavern in uh, Josh Allentown. From 7 to 11 p.m. Show up at 7 a.m. We won't be there. 7 p.m. is the time to be there. Buy the tickets. Uh, buy your tickets. It's $30 a ticket. That includes food and the show drinks it's a cash bar the show uh we're gonna we've got uh some surprises we've we got a game that we're gonna play we've got uh, a couple of great interview guests we've got dr russell weaver who's been on the show a couple of times we also have uh, democratic nominee for mayor india walton and then we're gonna have, Might have heard of her once or twice the band tv mountain play so uh bring your friends it's going to be a party. It's going to get you in the Christmas spirit, and then you know, and you, and you support uh, West Side Bazaar, and yeah, we're gonna, the, we're going to support the West Side Bazaar with the money, and we're going to be done at eleven o'clock, and you get you have your choice. Eleven o'clock, you're like, great, I get to go home and go to bed, or you're like, great, I'm on Allen, it's eleven, perfect time to start. I get to hang out with all these other degenerates who right. show up and you know talk about politics and listen to but us. But we won't be there because uh, right at eleven is our bedtime. 
Right. That's that's. If you want to hang out with us? No. Right. Well, I'll be on the slip and slide in Days Park. You can hang out with Angus, the shape shifting badger. Yeah, he'll be out. He'll be out and about. Yeah. No, we'll be there. We'll be out. We'll be partying. We'll be having a good yeah. time. I am super jazzed. And uh, you so, know, uh, check the Twitter, check the Facebook, uh, check the Discord for links to the Eventbrite, at, or just search Eventbrite, search Eventbrite for the Square Second Annual Christmas. I just shared it in the Discord again. So if uh, if you're you know a listener and. You're like, oh shit! I gotta buy those tickets. Buy them, dude. They're they're going pretty fast, actually. Right. And like a lot of people are like, oh my god, don't wait till the day of. Don't be like that. Right. Uh, get get them now. Get your uh, buy your blue check for eight dollars and uh, and then like tell Mark Poland cars that you're the DPW mm-hmm. and you're going to the party. You're spending all the salt money on the party at the Christmas the Days Park Tavern. And uh, you know we we haven't talked about this, but this this we wanted to keep this a secret up until now, but. Uh, famous author F. Scott Fitzgerald, born in Allentown. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. News is his ghost will be at the party. Yep, that's a big that's a big reveal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're a literature nut like I am, right, you might want to check out or, the, the ghost of F. Scott. Or if you're a Ghostbuster, don't show up. Don't show up. <laughs> Keep leave him alone. Stay right. Yeah. Ghostbusters. Fuck away, Harold Ramis. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, if he's a ghost too. Right. Yeah. 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 Kate McKinnon. Stay away. Yeah. Is it like a blade situation where he like busts other ghosts? Ah, uh, well, uh, well, I think I think the only busted like ghosts who are causing problems, mm-hmm. you know. I'm sure think- F. Scott Fitzgerald is causing problems. <laughs> 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 oh, right. anyway, come to the Christmas party. We'll be excited to hang out with you and talk to you, and to put on a great show. So that's uh, that's all that. And uh, here we are in the other part of something that happened this week, guys, on the other side. Yeah, so you may have heard uh, our, our friend Jen Orr on the, on the show a few times. Um, we loved having her on. Uh, news came out this week that uh, she passed away. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we were a little bit wrecked about it this week, as, as are many of you who listen to this podcast and many others. She touched a lot of lives. And uh, I don't know, Jim, do you want to say anything? Yeah, I mean, it's, I am struggling for words still. Um, it's been almost a week. Uh, but, uh, you know, Jen was somebody who uh, I've known for, you know, better part of over a decade now, really. And, uh, you know, I, mean, I don't know it would be fair to say we were close, but, like, we, we certainly were talking and spending a lot more time and becoming better friends over the last six to eight months. Um, and it's, um, you know, I mean, even before then, and I think this is true of anybody who's ever met Jen. Um, like if she was just incandescent. She was truly one of those people who, for good or bad, lit up a room every time she was in the room. Just so magnetic and and such a welcoming energy. Yeah, it, it's 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 something that you know a lot of people uh, are going to um, struggle with for a while. And a lot of, you know, if you listen to the show, a lot of people who are your friends, uh, even if you didn't know her personally, uh, knew her um, and are going to be struggling for a while. So, uh, you know, I, all I ask is, is keep an eye out for your friends. Take care of them, um, you know, check in on them and uh, and love them. I um, I had known of Jen and and. Jen's reputation preceded her in all the best ways uh, long before 
I ever met Jen. I only actually met her this year. And we only um, hung out a couple times, got to know each other. You know, she was on the show not even a month ago. And yet I, I felt like, you know, for me personally, I felt like I was connecting with somebody who was a kindred spirit, you know, uh, somebody who came from the same place. You know, she was from South Buffalo. She was dialed in in things here in Buffalo. And she, like, like it just felt like I, I'd, you know, met somebody who I was uniquely bonded to as a friend and as somebody who's part of this community. And, um, you know, it just feels like we were robbed of so many good years and good memories. Yeah. And like, she's one of the funniest, most intelligent people I've ever met. And, you know, yeah, I mean, she's, she's gone too soon, but at least she, she was here. She was here. At least no. we, we knew her. We, we knew her and you know, we're, we're and that's, so, and that's something special. We're so happy that we had, and, and I'm just going to throw out we, and I, I'm going to talk for myself. I am so happy that I had the opportunity to meet Jen and that we got to have her share in this thing that we do here. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we don't, we don't do the square podcast to be fucking raking in money. We don't do it, you know, for clout or whatever we do it. Cause I mean, <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> we're kind of sickos for this stuff. We love it, but we love it cause we're passionate about it. And Jen quite possibly the most passionate and, and in her own, you know, weird, sick way, but loving and fun and energy. Like there's nobody else I'd be rather be joking about fucking, you know, wanting to suck off Josh Allen with in this world than yeah. was Jen Orr. And I was so excited to have all that for years to come and we don't have that. And so now yeah. the moments that we did have are just going to be even shine brighter in my life and my memories. And they're out there, they're recorded, they'll always be there. And that's just us. I mean, you can talk to countless other people and have a million fucking Jen Orr stories. And you saw that on social media. Yeah. If, if you knew her, if you knew people who knew her, people who knew people who knew her. Um, she, she touched very far and wide and, um, we love you, Jen, and we, we will always miss you.